Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now... Here's your host, Brian Barnhart. All right. Hey there. Hi there. How you doing? We made it. 217-356-9397. As you heard Gene mention, the phone number text line available to you this morning. Here as we start, uh, Terrence Stuber is going to join us. He is the Republican candidate for the Champaign County Clerk's Office. Uh, this fall, and so we will uh, talk with him during this next hour. I introduce you to him if you don't know about him or maybe want to learn more about him. So we'll talk to Terrence in this uh, first hour. Then I got about a half hour of uh, maybe about twenty minutes of open line, and then at ten thirty, it'll be uh, Busey Money Talk at ten thirty. So that's the schedule today. Tomorrow we'll do some open line with Jim Dye sitting in with me. He'll be my wingman in the 9 o'clock hour. And then uh, 10 o'clock we'll have a uh, visitor from OSF for a few minutes, an orthopedic surgeon for a few minutes. And then uh, late in the show, R.C. Raycraft, this uh, incident at Kickapoo Creek. Back how many years ago is that now? Quite a while. And uh, we'll uh, talk with uh, R.C. about that and what's happening this weekend in relation to that. A lot of folks have got tickets for that already, the big uh, concert and the documentary and so forth. So anyway, that's coming up uh, tomorrow. Monday morning, our Monday morning quarterback show, we'll have Lauren Tate per usual. We'll also have uh, Nick Cataro, Coach Q, join us, and Bob Stoops, who won a national title at Oklahoma, longtime Oklahoma Sooner coach. He'll join us as one of our quarterbacks on Monday, so that'll be interesting. Uh, Tuesday, some open line time. Wednesday, open line time uh, in there. And uh, next Thursday, we moved her from Tuesday to Thursday, Seal Otnes, our royal watcher-watcher on the uh, Queen. She'll have had her funeral on uh, Monday, and so we'll talk to her a couple of days after that. 9.08 here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. If you're thinking about lunch, Monocle's Pizza in Tolono, our hometown of Tolono. My hometown, anyway. And you can go right through there on Route 45. Great, great pizza, of course. The original, Mr. Ralph Monocle, met him a few years ago. And uh, just a great uh, great gentleman and founded a great restaurant. And they're still there. And uh, Tom and Beth Swigert run it now. But, um, man, they do a great job with it. You can get a, a great lunch if you'd like to for the lunch hour. Come in and eat quickly. Eat slowly, whatever you want to do. Bring a group by yourself, whatever you want to do in that regard. Sandwiches, they have a lot more than pizza. Sandwiches, pasta, and all the great food down at Monocle's in Tolono. Stop in and say hello. 909, we'll come back, get started with Terrence Stuber next here on the show. Penny for your thoughts, a penny for your thoughts next. We're on a penny for your thoughts. We're at 
here on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. With you for just an hour and a half today. It just turns out the way the schedule worked, we had uh, a money show on Tuesday. We had another money show today on Thursday. By the way, the stock market's been up and down and some of the stuff happening with inflation. That's uh, pretty timely, I think. So you see uh, Money Talk will be with us at 1030. Again, tomorrow, Jim Dye will be with me in the first hour and a couple other folks along the way on uh, Friday. All right, nice and uh, sunny out there today, a high of 84, 59 the low tonight, according to the folks at AccuWeather. And uh, you may have heard there's an election coming up (laughs) in November, and early voting starts at the end of this month. And uh, Terrence Stuber is with us. He is running for Champaign County Clerk. He's the Republican nominee. Hi, How are you, sir? I'm great. How about you? Good. Tolono. Yes. You're a trustee down there, right? I am. Village of Tolono. I've been a trustee since uh, December 2015. Okay. So how long have you been down in Tolono? Um, we've been in Tolono actually twice. Um, when we first got married, we moved into uh, Tolono, and then we moved out. But then we mm-hmm. came back in 2014, um, bought our house in 2015. As soon as we bought our house, I went to the next uh, board meeting and said, I see you have a vacancy. I would like to join your board because it's very important to get involved in your local communities. Mm -hmm. And you've done that in a lot of different areas here in Champaign County. You've been involved in a lot of different organizations. I have. That's what I saw. Um, A lot of part-time with the Champaign Park District. Um, I've also worked full-time with the Champaign School District, the Urbana School District, the Urbana Park District, and uh, part-time with Parkland College. And now I'm currently at the U of I. At mm-hmm. College of Veterinary Medicine. Yeah, what do you do for them? I'm the audiovisual coordinator. So okay. um, basically everything our students and our faculty see or hear, I'm responsible for the technology that makes that happen. Okay. And when, our, when the pandemic hit, I had one week to take an entirely in-person curriculum and flip it online. Hmm. And, and we did it. And... Our students, our students never missed a beat, and I was so pleased with the faculty response. Now, I've told, Karen York told me, you helped with our tailgate tents, too. I have, have really? many times, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I was working at the Urbana Park District, I was the person responsible for finding volunteers to, to work the tent. Okay. Wow. So you, you do get involved. I do. There, there's no doubt about that. Tell me about your family a little bit. I have a family? Yes, I do have a family. So my wife and I have been married for uh, 22 years, and we have four children, one in college. Um, we have our 16-year-old son. He's, he's getting ready to uh, do his junior and senior years together. Um, we homeschool them all. Um, and then we have a, a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old. So it keeps you busy. Yes, especially my wife. I actually get to escape the madness and go to work (laughs) but she's she's always there she's always constant and we could not do any of this and Mm -hmm. i could not run for election without Mm -hmm. the support of her Mm -hmm. what's her name again her name is jessica jessica okay well good well it's good to have you here today and uh I guess the uh, first question would be, why do you want to be the Champaign County Clerk? Uh, it's, I know that's a broad question, but what got you interested in saying, hey, I want to do this? Because you've been involved in a lot of things. You've got a pretty good job. Yes. Um, so every job I've, I've ever done has, has been about service to others. 
And the county clerk's office serves the entire county of Champaign. Mm-hmm. And um, because customer service is is what I do, it's what I know, it doesn't matter what the what the mechanism of service is, I know what good customer service looks and feels like, and I know what it doesn't feel like. And when I hear of who who likes to sit on a phone call when you're calling to get help with something and you get bounced around multiple times before you ever get to a live person? Nobody. Well, that's that's kind of what goes on right now with our county clerk's office where people go in, they ask a question, they're given a business card and asked to email the question. No, you've come in, you've spent your time, you've spent your money, you've spent your gas, and the idea that you're not going to get the answer when you've come in, that's that's disappointing to me. So customer service um, means getting getting the customer taken care of right then and there. But we also have had, in the last four years, we've had some um, discrepancies in in how elections have been done. So um, because I believe that every vote matters and every voter counts, I wanted to get involved in this specifically to protect everyone's vote. Now, there are some things you've talked about. Uh, I've gone to your website, uh, and you mentioned accuracy, efficiency, and integrity. Yes. So just kind of go through each of those. What uh, and you've touched on them a little bit here, but uh, what are some things that you're concerned about that you want to you want to emphasize as part of your campaign? Sure. So accuracy. When when I talk about accuracy, I'm talking about the the county clerk's responsibility is to, as the county clerk and the recorder, it's the responsibility to to accurately file information for property owners, for municipalities, for individuals. Um, When a municipality files a tax levy, it's the county clerk's responsibility in the tax cycle to make sure that the numbers that um, that a municipality wants to tax for for their community's needs it's the county clerk's responsibility to make sure that those numbers are accurately reflected in the tax extension, in the tax calculations. And um, so then people get those those tax bills, and they don't pay more tax than they're supposed to, and they don't pay less tax than they're supposed to. They pay the exact amount that their community said we need for helping our community. Mm-hmm. Um when when drainage districts don't get their taxing dollars, we have flooding issues. When school districts do not get the taxing dollars that that are supposed to be um, coming to them through a referendum or or through TIF districts and things like that, the children suffer, and we we can't do that. Mm-hmm. So efficiency also speaks to how how we work in the office, how how we put people in their skills, and we let them we let them uh, work inside their strengths, and also how we make your process as as a 
as a customer, as a community member, your process for finding information easier. And then integrity just speaks directly to the person who's leading that charge. Mm -hmm. The county clerk is supposed to be the chief servant of Champaign County. And if we can't trust that person to believe that every party or no party, so those that, those that have party affiliation, those that don't, everyone matters. And there, there can't be partisan pushes. You need to be as nonpartisan as possible because you're responsible for counting the votes. You're responsible for calculating taxes. These things matter to people. So they need someone they can trust to do it right the first time, but also when there are mistakes, to own them instead of, instead of trying to push the blame off on others. Mm-hmm. Terrence Stuber is our guest. He's a candidate for Champaign County Clerk. If you have some questions, comments, thoughts, we've already had a few that have come in. We'll get to some of those here as we go at uh, 922. So as the candidate, you would contend that, hey, in all three of these areas, I feel like I can do better Absolutely. Than the current, Absolutely. current clerk. Yes. That's kind of your, your feeling. That is, that is 100% yeah. how I feel. Yeah. Because I know one thing you mentioned about uh, is FOIA requests. Yes. Uh, do you feel like there's been too many of those, or is there um, – or just kind of walk me through what your thought process on – So on- open government means that we provide as much information that the public should have access to without the public having to jump through hoops to get it. Right now on the county clerk's website, you cannot go review my my, uh, statement of economic interest. You can't review any of them that I have filled out from my time as a trustee, from my time as a member of the Urbana Park District, from my time as an employee at the University of Illinois. You You can't review them. So... You people can't um, people can't know where where my uh, conflicts could be or anything like that. Information needs to be more publicly accessible. Um, there should not have to be lawsuits to get things that um, that the election code says are required to be openly accessible. Hmm. So so we just we just need to do a better job. Hmm. 217-356-9397, and we'll continue our visit here with uh, Terrence Stuber. He is running for Champaign County Clerk. We'll do that and continue. Again, if you have some thoughts, well wishes, or questions, or concerns, whatever the case may be, I think he's got, I see his car parked out. you got a, you got a sign in your back window. I do. Is that right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Never <laughs> miss the opportunity. Never miss the opportunity, yeah. Uh, 924, back with Terrence here in a moment. We just saw her in concert the other night at the Virginia. Leanne Rhymes. Hey, if you need uh, some work done on your vehicle, Gallo Miller Paint and Collision Repair, full-service collision repair facility. A couple of decades or more in business now. Dave and Bill hands-on in the business, and their motto is where action speaks louder than words. They know the collision repair business inside and out. Free estimates always offered. You can go to their website at gallomiller.com, gallomiller.com. 
Com. We've got some questions for Terrence Stuber, the candidate on the Republican side for the Champaign County Clerk's Office. Do have a caller for you real quick here, and Donna is up. Hi, Donna. Hi, uh, Brian. I just want to say that I got some signs yesterday, and I'm putting them around and uh, hope very much that I think it's Charles, right? I know it's Stuber. Terrence. Terrence. Yeah, yeah Terrence, yep. <laughs> but anyway, I got some signs of passing them around, and it's just a shame that the students at the university get to vote. I mean, they don't live here, and they don't know a thing about local government, and they just go in and vote a straight ticket, and that's how Mr. Emmons got in the last time. And I, I don't even remember how that came to be, I mean, that the students could vote. I mean, there, there's probably nothing we can do about it now, but is there anything we can do about it in the future? And good luck, Terrence. I'm sorry I forgot your first name. I've met you a couple times. Yeah. But That's I'm all right, sorry. Donna. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure all he cares about is if you remember the last name. I'm, I'm yes, guessing, right? Yes, is that right? Stuber, okay. S-T-U-B-E-R. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Donna. Yeah, what about, because when I went to college years and years ago, I voted in Virginia. I went to Central Virginia, and, sure. and I voted out there. So talk about students voting and so it's it's very important for all of us to to understand what the Illinois state legislature has put in place concerning registering to vote in Illinois. The state has made it very simple and very easy to become a registered voter. There's a 30-day uh, window. You have to live in the community where you want to register to vote a minimum of 30 days before the election. Mm -hmm. Every student on the Champaign-Urbana campus, the Urbana-Champaign campus, meets that qualification. Yeah, because they show up in August. They show up yeah. in August. Yeah. They all meet that qualification. Now, so so they have the right to follow all the rest of the steps in the process to either update their registration to here or get their absentee ballot for home. There's nothing I can do about that. There's nothing Clerk Ammons can do about that. None of us can change that. If we wanted to change that, we should be running for the state legislature. Mm -hmm. um, I welcome students voting. What my concern is, like Donna did say, you know, she's concerned that that they they just vote a straight ticket. My concern stems from allegations that that people are buying votes. Everyone needs to understand that when you go vote, one, you can only vote at one time in the election. If you vote more than that, it is a felony. And that would look really bad on on any any job application or any background check. That would look bad. So make sure that whether you register here or you get your absentee ballot from home, that you only vote once. And more importantly, that you're informed about who you're voting for. Mm -hmm. Because it is concerning where it is concerning if we make a push for for voter turnout and voter registration, but people have no idea what they're actually voting for. 
Um, but college students are smart. They know how to get to the information. The question is, will they? Yeah. Um, but every voter, whether you're a college student, whether you're a senior, whether whether you're a first-time voter right out of high school, you need to make sure that you understand what your community needs are and that you vote according to your conscience, not according to what any politi- political party or politician tells you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, and what some of people have said back in 2018 is, and that was the year Governor uh, Pritzker was elected, yes. and it was a strong Democratic yes. uh, vote, and may have been anti-Trump, whatever it was, um, the, the college students turned out in big numbers on the yes. campus, and they voted predominantly Democrat. Yes, they did. And there was, I think, even Dustin Harmon, who ran for sheriff, was a little surprised that he won. I mean, he ran as like a, against a very popular and, you know, yes. was going to be a popular incumbent. And so people are saying, well, and I would experience the same thing, and my daughters did in college. How would they know the particulars of a local race or the contestants other than that they have a D or an R by their name, and that's the way I'm going to vote? Correct. You know, I don't know who Harmon is. I don't know who Ammons is. I don't know any of these people. But they're Democrats, so I'm going to vote for them. Correct. I mean, is that <laughs> and George Washington, in his, um, in his final address as he was exiting the White House, as he was exiting the presidency, warned us about putting party above principles. And, um, but that's what we see. We see a lot of partisan politics. We see a lot of people who, who say, you know, my parents are Democrats or my parents are Republicans, and so I am the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, what if the what if the person that is the option is a horrible human being? You don't you don't vote for them because they have a D or an R by their name. I had a Democrat say to me um, that they voted for a specific candidate in the 2018 race uh, locally specifically because of the color of their skin. And they said to me, that was the worst mistake I ever made, and I won't do it again. Mm. And and now in this race, well, we're both the same skin color, so now we actually have to start listening to what people are saying. Yeah, right. All right, uh, 9.35, let me uh, take a break. Got some more callers coming in, and we'll continue here with the candidate for Champaign County Clerk, Terrence Stuber, after this. All right, we're on a penny for your thoughts. News Talk 1400 DWS 938. And let me get to this Clarissa. Is this the Clarissa? This is the Clarissa. Hi, the, Brian. The one and only. <laughs> I'm, glad I'm, I'm glad I'm synonymous. That's great. <laughs> What, How are you doing? Good morning. Good, good morning, what, Yep. Go good ahead. Good morning, Clarissa. Um, I was just calling because I was listening to the conversation, and I wanted to know, um, with what we know about voter outreach in the community and um, the lack of there being uh, any type of voter outreach since Gordy Holton has been out of office, what do you feel about voter outreach as far as the North End with the numbers we've seen and how bad it is um, since that does border campus, and I heard you talking about that, what what would you do as far as voter outreach to get those numbers up and you know really get people into you know in voting? And I'll hang up and listen. All right, thanks, Clarissa. 
Thank you. All right. Uh, Clarissa, thank you for the thank you for the question. Um, first, I'd show up. The it is my understanding that since Gordy Holton left the county clerk's office, there has been a simultaneous uh, closing of polling places um, and a lack of outreach to the North End. Um, we we need to make sure that that people that traditionally or or historically have have felt disenfranchised they know that that their vote matters they know that they're that they have a county clerk that is there to to help them through the process um the the north end is is kind of um for lack of a better word, kind of uh, poverty stricken. There's there's a lot of um, free and reduced lunch uh, receivers in this area, and um, why does that matter? We we expect these same people, these same families, to be able to hop on buses or get on car, get in cars, and and go somewhere else to vote or to go get registered. Well, now registration can be done online. Registration can is a form that can be filled out. If they have someone there who shows up and and helps walk them through the processes, we can get people registered to vote. We can we can show them that that they're not forgotten, that that they have a candidate that cares that um and then and then we help them we help them through the process we help get people to polling places we you know we have 40 days to vote early mm-hmm. we can make we can schedule to get people where they need to go so that they can so they can vote because every vote every vote is important in this election and every election and i don't want anyone to go without that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clarissa mentioned your contention would be, in the, especially in the North End, yes. which is primarily African-American yes. part of town, that there's not been enough voter outreach. There has not. Because the turnout has been no, low. Um, the turnout has been very low. The numbers have been lo- very low. The, the, the wonderful county clerk van should be, should be riding around. It should be go into our high schools it should be talking to our juniors and seniors about the importance of voting it should you know the county clerk should be visible in this community for a nonpartisan push to get every person that is eligible to vote and wants to register to vote registered Terrence Stuber is our guest, Champaign County Clerk. All right, uh, you did an interview recently with Tom Kasich, and I the did. subject of Donald Trump came up. Uh, the question says, uh, did Donald Trump lose the 2020 election? I was uh, for waiting one. for this one. <laughs> <laughs> you figured that might come up. I figured that might yeah, come up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in that article with, with Tom, one, I have to say it was a very accurate representation of the time we spent together, and I was very pleased with the article even my comment about Donald Trump. Um, 
why I said I don't know has zero to do with my personal beliefs and more about the fact that um, that it's not my job to rehash 2020. I'm not running to be the county clerk in 2020. Mm-hmm. I'm running to be the county clerk in 2022, 2023, and beyond. Um, did Donald Trump lose the election? I can tell you this. Joe Biden is my president, has been since he was sworn in in January of 2021. He has been since Mike Pence on January 6th stood up and did his constitutional duty in certifying the electoral college votes. Those are the votes that matter. In Champaign County, I can tell you unequivocally, Joe Biden won the 2020 election. The numbers are very clear Mm -hmm. as to what Champaign County wanted. Mm -hmm. And that race is the only one that matters to the, should matter to the Champaign County clerk. Did we secure Champaign County and tell the full story about that election. And a presidential election is a bunch of small, tiny elections all over the country. Every one of those has an election authority. Every election authority may not have done the job of securing their county. That creates questions. That creates concerns. And when there are ever, when there are ever concerns, there's a problem. America's elections are the most secure. They are the best elections. But when we introduce concerns, it throws questions over the whole process. And we can't have that. We need to know that everything in Champaign County is secured, that there are chains of custody for every ballot box, every flash drive, every ballot. And so um, as far as, you know, the national election, people can, I mean, Trump or whoever can claim that what happened didn't really happen. Correct. And that's his his opinion, and I guess he's, you know, he's free to express that. But he can, uh, I had a professor in college years ago, and I bring this up from time to time, you can be wrong if you want to. Correct. That's the great thing in this country. Correct. Now, you know, um, aside from all the stuff that happened on January 6th, and people can argue about, you know, the connection between the two, but if that's your opinion, well, you can be wrong if you want to. Correct. Because like, Joe Biden has been the president and is and still is. And still is. <laughs> and I can't say that there's ever been a time that I have disrespected verbally or on any of my social media Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, or any other president since I have been alive. The office of the President of the United States is is very important, and it deserves honor and respect. Mm-hmm. Whether I agree with the job that the person in the office is doing mm-hmm. or not. Well, one of the things I've contended at the national level is if the Republicans, and I think you touched on this, if the Republicans are going to relitigate 2020, I yeah. think that's a bad political 
pursuit. We need to be way past 2020. Yeah. Way past 2020. Mm-hmm. In November, it will be officially two years. Yeah. We should have been past 2020 when Joe Biden put his hand on the Bible and was being sworn in. All right? Now, if you want to make changes, state legislatures want to make changes, as they did in Georgia or they did in Pennsylvania, or whatever the case may be, then do it that way. Correct. And be ready for the next election. Correct. And then— Not not go back and read, well, we didn't win, so—or we were cheated, or whatever. Right. And then the county clerks have to abide by the laws in place by the legislature. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. They don't—we don't get to make our own laws. We don't get to change definitions. We— have to go with what the law says, and we need to do it as mm-hmm. it's written. We can't make changes because we disagree with it. Yeah, and sometimes people will look at something and say, you know, well, that's not happening. Or I could say, you're wearing a, a, a lime green shirt. Yes. But it's a, it's a pink shirt. It's completely a pink <laughs> shirt. And but But you could say it's a lime green shirt. I could say it's a lime green shirt. But the evidence shows that it is clearly a pink shirt. Yeah. And um, so back to your point about um, be, you have the right to be wrong in America. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump has the right to say whatever he wants. It's not my job to concede an election for any other candidate. Mm-hmm. It's not my job to prove Joe Biden or Donald Trump won 2020. That's not my job. Your job is to count the votes. That's the court's job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your job as the clerk is to count the votes. Correct. Right. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Mike is with us. How are you doing, Mike? Hi, Mike. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good. Good. I want to thank you for having Mr. Stuber on this morning. Uh, he's he's absolutely correct. Uh, the clerk's office, all of our countywide elected officials need to be extremely neutral across the board. And I'm not seeing that from our current administration and the clerk's office, at least. But my question for Terrence this morning is the clerk's website. Yes, sir. It's just horribly not user friendly. (laughs) And I think a lot of folks, a lot of my friends will agree with me on that. With your technology background, when you're elected, I hope it's your plan. I'm sure it's your plan to take a look at that and clean it up so that folks can easily find what they're looking for. Thank you, Mike, for the question. Um, yes, right now the the county clerk's website seems to be missing things that the previous administration had in place. Um, we used to be able to search um, and research folks' FOIA requests. Uh, excuse me, the uh, Statement of Economic Interest. Data used to be available. Um, there, There's supposed to be a very easily accessible list of all vote-by-mail recipients. This should It's supposed to be conspicuously on the website, and it's not. Um, when, when we're looking for previous election results, you would think that if you type in the words election results, you'd find election results. But when you type in election results, you get one search item, and that's about being an election judge. Um, my goal would be to, we, we have to revamp it. 
we have to. Um, we have to make things more accessible, yeah. and I can't do it by myself. Um, I need input. What are the things that people are searching for and they can't find? What are the things that are four and five layers deep that you can't find? Again, election results should probably be under election results, not under the words historical data, historical election Agreed. data. Agreed. And, and another example, I went looking for the new county board districts. Those aren't even updated on the current website. And oh, by the way, folks, check where your new districts may be and don't forget to vote for two in some of the county <laughs> board races. Yes, right. every, every 10 years. Hey, thank you, Mike. Got some I other folks it, here. You're welcome. Thanks, thank Have you. Uh, Texter says, I think our legislators need to change the way our students vote locally. I think they should only vote in the national election. If they want to vote for local offices, they need to vote in their hometown, a listener says. Um, but I, I, I'd love to speak to that just yeah. real quick. Mm-hmm. When we ignore our students, we do ignore a very big part of our economy. And um, I agree that students need to – so my, my desire for students would be that where do you want to call home? If it's Champaign County, I encourage you, get registered here. But if you're just passing through, yes, you still have the right to change your registration to here. But how many times do you want to keep changing your registration based on what matters to you? I want you as I want students to vote where it matters to them, not where it matters to a political party. Where are the issues that matter to you? That's where you need to be voting. 953, Terrence Stuber is our guest up here for another six, seven minutes up until 10 o'clock. BC Money Talk is coming up at 1030. Uh, let's see. Mr. Suber seems quite professional, very intelligent, seems to really know how he wants to help Champaign County. It's great to understand that about him. He, he seems experienced and has lots of plans for our county. I agree with what he said about U of I students voting and that information needs to help the students to make them aware of exactly what Mr. Stuber said. Uh Thank you, my Brian. My husband and I listen to you every day because you are so kind to people and fantastic to listen to in the mornings and at the games, Susan says. This is true. <laughs> this is very true, Brian. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Um, Was there one about civil unions in there? Yes, there is. We, uh, let me go back up here. I'm, I'm looking through and trying to get to. There's some that are multiple about the same topic, so I'm trying to. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where did that go? Yes. Uh, since the county clerk office handles civil union licenses, what's your position on gay marriage and how have you worked with the LGBTQ community? Um, I am very glad that this question has come up because I've actually been told by people who have, who have encountered my opponent that, that he's, he's saying that I, am, that I hate gay people. He's saying that I am against marriage equality. So civil unions, this is a state right. It doesn't matter what any county clerk in the state personally feels. It's a state law. Sign the paper. 
Um, and what is my so, – so I have zero issue signing a civil union certificate for anyone. By the way, civil unions don't have to only be uh, attained by same-sex couples. Um, the law does not state that. Um, but the, the question was, what's my work with the LGBTQ community? Well, if, if, if I hate gay people, according to my opponent, I should probably tell my mother that, that, that I hate her. Um, that would be really awkward seeing as though I've lived with the LGBTQ community since I was in fourth or fifth grade. Mm. Um, um, I have I have uh, direct family members. Current, I have I have family members that are um, gay. I have family members that are, you know, LGBTQ plus. I work at the University of Illinois. My personal views are that every person should not be put into a box and every person is deserving of honor and respect not because they're gay straight transgender but simply because you're breathing you deserve my respect hmm. simply because you're breathing you deserve my help and my service and that's what you're going to get from me and that's what you better get from every staff person in the county clerk and recorder's offices you should never come in or leave feeling like you were looked at as someone other than an amazing human being that needed service. That's it. A couple minutes to go here with Terrence Stuber, a Champaign County clerk uh, candidate. Um, let me ask you, uh, early voting, uh, ma- mail-in voting has mm-hmm. become pretty, and the state legislature sets a lot of this, as you say. Yes. Uh, so I, I think that it's probably, whether people are fans of it or not, we're probably looking at it's here, how to pe- stay. it's here to stay. It's here to stay. I mean, and I guess the, and, they change it. Yeah, and I guess the key is to make sure that, however, that mail-in voting is done, that it's done accurately and efficiently, and all the things you talk about, right? Correct. Um, the voter lists have people listed multiple times, which means that in 2018, 2019, 2020. They've received multiple applications to to join the vote by mail list. We need to clean up the voter rolls so that we make sure that when someone gets on the vote by mail list, they only receive one ballot and that we've made sure that all of those ballots have the right zip codes on them, that they get turned in to the right location because the county clerk has to count the ballots and he should he or she should only be counting one ballot per registered voter. Mm-hmm. All right, uh 217-351-5357 and you can email us talk at wdws.com less than a minute to go here. A listener says, "I'm not a champagne voter, but after listening to your guest, I hope for the sake of champagne, I guess he means county, he gets voted in." I'm afraid he has an uphill battle, as I'm sure Carol Ammons and her uh, cronies, he says, will have a hand in this election. Well, the Ammons are very well known in this area. They so are. there's no doubt. They and are. And it's a recognizable name. So just from that alone. 
Yes. It's, uh, Hopefully, what's, what's, what's your sense? <laughs> yeah, will become very recognizable. Yeah, and what's your sense of uh, as you talked with people? Your sense of how people feel about your campaign and people are ready for a change. People are ready for integrity to come back to the office. Plain and simple. Mm. I've had I've had staunch Democrats come to me and say, "I am a staunch Democrat, but I'm voting for you." In the general election, you can split your ballot. So you can vote for whoever is on your heart to vote for. Hmm. And no one will ever know. Your uh, website, real quick, people can learn about you. Stuber for Clerk. Now, it's the word for F-O-R. So it's S-T-U-B-E-R-F-O-R-C-L-E-R-K dot com. Stuber for Clerk. All right. Well, thanks for coming in today, Terrence. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Thank yeah. you so much yeah, for having me. You're very you. welcome, and uh, good luck out there. Thanks a lot. And all the adventures. Uh, 10 o'clock, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. Got to get to the news here in progress, VBS. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, WDWS. You can join in on the phone via text or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397 or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357 or send an email to talk at wdws.com. Now, here again, Brian Barnhart. 1010 at DWS. I'll be with you till the bottom of the hour. And we appreciate Terrence Stuber coming in, candidate, Republican side for uh, Champaign County Clerk. And I'm sorry, I just couldn't get to everybody. Uh, in fact, I um, this is a little inside baseball, but I mean, I was dropping breaks and dropping this and dropping that, trying to get as many questions as we could in. So I'm sorry if I didn't get to your question. It was not because I didn't want to. I just couldn't. So, uh, and that tends to happen sometimes. We get a lot, get a lot of listeners out there want to get a lot of questions in, and it's often a race against the clock. And so, uh, I lost the race <laughs> against the clock, and to cover as many topics as we could. So, I hope you understand that. Uh, Ten eleven at uh, DWS. Uh, some of the uh, texts that came in uh, that I couldn't get to. Somebody was asking about Roe versus Wade, um, and. Uh, Let's see, that was in there. Um, Good morning, Brian. Oh, my goodness, I sat up in bed at 2.20 this morning when I realized that my head was resting on a MyPillow. I purchased the pillow with the same traceable debit card I used to buy a box of 22 long rifle ammunition a couple of years ago while exercising my Second Amendment rights. I love my country. I fly an American flag in my front yard. I'm an independent voter. I patriotically support and defend the U.S. Constitution. I support our police. And I'm texting on a smartphone that could be confiscated, forget the Fourth Amendment, to a radio talk show expressing my concerns that all of the above has profiled me as, quote, an ultra-enemy of the state. Uh, I hope you're not caught in the dragnet as your show allows the expression of thoughts contrary to our current depotism. And I hope that I can still get your show after the done rating my sock drawer and put me behind bars for exercising my First Amendment rights, tongue satirically planted in cheek. In the meantime, I still can and still do thank God for a beautiful day here between the soy and the corn. Thank you for all your hard work. You owe me a penny. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah, they used to mail out pennies. 
from in the old days on this show, if you didn't know that, you'd get a call. You couldn't hear the caller. You'd just hear the host talk to the caller, and then they would mail a penny to that address. And that's how the penny for your thoughts, see? Uh, I had a text say, please ask your guest why his kids don't go to school while they're homeschooled, uh, is what he told me. Uh, since there's so much talk about accurate election results, was an election in Champaign County that had inaccurate results since Aaron's Ammons was elected in 2018, a listener would like to know. Uh, let's see here. Good morning. I have a question for Mr. Stuber. Do you have any previous experience working on a campaign or organizing voters on behalf of a specific candidate or elected official? And Paul, I'm sorry, I, didn't, I couldn't get to that when I ran out of time. Uh, the current clerk has closed more rural polling locations than Champaign-Urbana. We do not have a bus to take us to our polling location. He is only pushing vote by mail. Uh, another text says, Trump flat out lies. Uh, texture says, I love the perfect world you guys are living in. <laughs> okay. Uh, your guest had my vote until his last answer. Does he know of any state or any county in any state where there was fraud in the 2020 election that a more accurate vote count would change the result of the election there? Uh, I don't care how slow and deliberate he speaks. It does not change the facts that some unfair practices took place. In our last presidential election, a listener says, and Mr. Ammons is a fine county clerk, period. All right, so support for the current clerk. And to see if there's any more. I think I've got it. I think we got them all in there. All right, so yes, and sorry if we missed your phone call, too. 1014. At DWS, the Beef House in Covington, Indiana. Hopefully you won't miss that. The Beef House, established in 1964, and for 55-plus years, they've been hosting people over there. Great uh, steaks, chicken, pork, pasta, seafood, maybe a smaller entree, Beef House hamburger or cheeseburger, filet or cod sandwich. Or you can get a great Beef House salad or make that your meal, a cup or bowl of soup. They have wonderful desserts. If you've got family members in town, for whatever reason, reunions, family gatherings, uh, last get-together before fall comes, whatever it is, take them to the Beef House, exit 4 in Covington, Indiana, just inside the Indiana state line. 10-15 at DWS. Had to move some spots around because we wanted to get as much in as we could with Terrence Stuber. Let's take a break. Back with more. Take you to the bottom of the hour. Busey Money Talk at the bottom of the hour. We'll have more time to talk tomorrow. Jim Dye will join me in the first hour for an open line. Back after this. A lot of other stories out there. Uh, Ten eighteen, of course, we have an apparent tentative deal in this potential freight strike, which would have been, I think, a disaster to have that happen. But uh, we'll see if they get that settled. So many things. I don't know if we realize how many times trains go by just on these tracks out here. Now, Mike Hale tells me it was about it's about thirty a day trains of some sort that go on our tracks here along Neal Street and Route forty five. I don't doubt him on that. He's interested in in trains and follows that pretty close. 
And that's a lot. And at some point, I think they all go through Tolono. <laughs> Having grown up there, there always were trains, both directions. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that uh, how much stuff gets moved, I don't know if we have any concept of how much stuff gets moved every day by trains and freight and so forth. And that uh, already got the supply chain issues and didn't need that. So hopefully they'll get that settled. No, Mohammed Seymour, uh, the teachers out there, teachers and education support staff, authorizing a strike in Muhammad as they continue to negotiate. Of course, Muhammad schools have been growing pretty rapidly in recent years, and that's uh, one of the concerns uh, out there, among others, uh, in regards to Muhammad school. It doesn't mean they're striking yet. They are still negotiating, but uh, they are in the process. They have authorized a potential strike. So a lot of stuff on Facebook about that and uh, out there in the news as well. So we'll keep an eye on that. McKinley Field got approved by the Champaign City Council for the game coming up on the 24th so that'll be fun to uh, have that happen and it's a one-time deal so uh, for this uh, well not this Saturday but the next Saturday a week from Saturday got the big uh, Centennial Central football game this weekend and Centennial's off to a great start Uh, let's see here what else uh, is going on Uh, cost of everything going up now, gas has been down quite a bit since it was approaching $5 or over $5 in some cases. Uh, but inflation up 8.3% from year to year, and uh, a lot of costs have gone up, if you've noticed it, at the grocery store. I've noticed it, you know, where you go, wow, what? Um, when did that happen? Or how much did it go up? Wow, you mean it went up that much? So, yeah, that's uh, people feeling the pinch there. Rents, I've read a lot of stories on how rents uh, in fact, inflation and the cost of living, cost of food and shelter. Those are the two big things that we all have to have. And um, in a lot of ways, health care, too. Uh, let's see here. A couple of things happened on this date. Muhammad Ali defeated Leon Spinks. Remember Leon Spinks? Uh, Leon Spinks at the time was an up-and-comer. And Ali was at the uh, twilight of his career. But uh, Leon Spinks uh, beat him the first time, but then Muhammad Ali in the rematch got him back and won the uh, championship on this day, 1978, September fifth, uh, 15th. And also the U.S. forces in the Korean War launched uh, a, a counterattack at Incheon there in Korea. And eventually uh, it was called a brilliant landing, cut the North Korean forces in two after they had been pinned around the uh, Pusan perimeter down there. And eventually they pushed all the way to the river there, the Yalu River up by China, and then the Chinese forces came in and pushed them back to the parallel about where they started. And that's where we've been ever since. But uh, the Inshan landing, and there's a lot of uh, books on that, a lot of different things that went into that. You can read about it. But uh, September 15th, 1950 happened on this day. And 25 years ago today, 1997, the domain Google.com was registered. Officially became a business almost a year later in 1998 when they began operating out of a garage in Menlo Park, California. Originally it was called Backrub. Kind of glad they didn't go with that, but they changed it to Google. And Google is an intentional misspelling of G-O-O-G-O-L, Google, which is a mathematical term 
meaning one followed by a hundred zeros. It's supposed to represent the number of search results that Google can find. And happy birthday to Prince Harry. Some people are fans of Prince Harry, some are not, but he's 38. Brother to Prince William. But uh, Prince Harry with a birthday today. And part of this freight story, Amtrak canceled long-haul routes ahead of a possible railroad strike. Amtrak canceling its long-distance train service just in case there was a railroad strike on Friday. Most of Amtrak's long-haul and cross-country routes will be scrubbed starting this morning. Now, we'll see if they if that changes at all since they have reached a tentative deal. Amtrak itself, the staff not threatening a strike, but the freight workers are. And, of course, they're on the same, a lot of times, they're on the same uh, rails as the, uh, the regular trains, as it turns out. And Thursday night football tonight, Kansas City Chiefs, L.A. Chargers. It's the debut of Thursday night football on Amazon. Amazon paid $11 billion for the exclusive rights. Yeah, you pay enough, you can get what you want. But Amazon is where you can find Thursday night football tonight. Roofs by Roger, they've been around for, uh, well, 35-plus years, about the time I was in college. Roger has 46 years of experience himself. That's Roger Ochiltree. You can check them out on Facebook or on YouTube. They've got some cool videos on gutters. You can check those out, 217-834-3800. Free estimates, give your house a facelift. Or maybe you just need some repair work done. You can certainly get that done with the folks by Roofs by Roger. Website is Roofs by Roger, R-O-D-G-E-R dot com. And I mentioned the Facebook page as well. They have roofing, gutters, gutter guard, windows and siding, all of that. At Roofs by Roger. Here on a penny for your thoughts. And if you're thinking monocles, monocles in Tolono again, get down there for lunch. They do serve lunch. A lot of people know go in there for dinner, but uh, you know after COVID hit and everything that happened there, I think some folks forgot about the lunch hour. You can go for lunch, so make sure you do that and get out of the rut of the same three or four places and go down to Tolono, not that far away. Trust me, I grew up there. It's close by, and uh, if you're driving south on Route 45, if you get to the stoplight, you missed it. It's before the stoplight, and if you're coming from the south, if you go through the stoplight, it'll be on your left couple of ways you can find it. Monocles in Tolono. All right, Jim Dye will join me uh, tomorrow on A Penny for Your Thoughts. In the first hour, we'll do some open line with him. And then uh, along the way, uh, on Friday, we'll have R.C. Raycraft join us, the incident at Kickapoo Creek, which is coming up this weekend, and orthopedic surgeon Dr. James Murphy from OSF for a few minutes. Tomorrow on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Monday morning quarterback show, we'll have Lauren Tate per usual. We'll have uh, Nick Quitaro, Coach Q, and we'll have Bob Stoops, longtime coach at Oklahoma, former Hawkeye, played at Iowa. He'll join us on the show in the 9 o'clock hour on Monday. So lots of great things ahead here as we head for the second half of September. Thanks to Terrence Stuber for being with us in the first hour. We appreciate you uh, being with us as well, no matter how and where you're listening. Thanks to uh, Adam Austin for his help producing the show. Busey Money Talk coming up next here at the bottom of the hour. They take you to 11, Clay and Buck after that. Enjoy the rest of a great day.